And to Jesus be the glory and the honor of that place. And look who's back. Look who's with me. Happy to be here. Dear Pastor. Chad. I missed you. You know, he's been gone to the Arab world and back and forth now. I think you've been, what, three trips now? Three trips, yes, sir. And he is on his fourth trip the next few days. So today he's here and we're driving together. And we want to talk to you. But first, to Jesus be all the glory for what he's about to do. And I want to talk to you. In fact, both Chad and I want to talk to you about what's happening in our part of the world. You know, he's from Jordan. I'm from Israel. So we're from the same part of the world. And we both love the Lord dearly. And he's got some questions about what's going on today. And I want to deal with it and answer the questions he, he has and much more. But first, let's pray. Wonderful Lord, to you be all the glory and praise and honor. Bless your people today, Lord, in a mighty way. Meet every need in their life in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen and Amen. And I've just come back from Portugal. I had a fantastic time in Lisbon. And when we showed you that a few days ago, in fact, yesterday, uh, we showed you what God did. And uh, we'll, we'll show you more because more happened. I had also a meeting uh, with pastors and so on. But I was really, I loved Portugal. Oh, the people of Portugal are so precious. Wow. Hungry? Oh. And I promise to go to, to go back. Nice. Maybe nice. you can you can come and join me over there. Of course. All right. So sweet people of God. Uh, let's begin first by reading to you something that I think would be good to just kind of uh, set the record straight. I want to read Jeremiah 31. Okay. I want to begin with verse 35. And here's what God says about Israel. So today we're talking clearly about what the Bible says, not about politics. The situation right now that's going on is very painful to even talk about. And, and there's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of questions. And I pray what I'll say I think will bring peace to many of you and maybe even give some, some answers. So the Lord says, I'm reading Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah in the Old Testament, uh, chapter 31, beginning at verse 35. Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day, and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, which divideth the sea when the waves thereof roar, the Lord of hosts is his name. God basically introduces himself here. In a powerful way. And then he says, If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. So that's quite a statement. So if the ordinance departs from before me, uh, in other words, he's talking about creation. <laughs> For thus saith the Lord, I'm going to read verse 37. If heaven above can be measured, and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all that they have done, saith the Lord. So quite, in, quite impressive, quite powerful. God introduces himself to say, I'm God. And then he says, if creation and the ordinances before me are gone, I'll think about destroying Israel. If 
if you can measure the heavens, now that's quite a statement, and the foundations of the earth can be searched out beneath. That's all. If heaven can be measured, well, who can measure heaven? And the foundations of the earth searched out from beneath. I also will cast off all the seed of Israel for all they have done. You know, the nation of, of Israel has rebelled against the Lord more than once. They're still here because God says they would be. Now, so that is kind of setting the foundation for what I want to talk about. The Jewish people are God's people. That's all there is to it. There's nothing we can add to it because God said they're his people. Now, the day will come, they will recognize Jesus as Messiah. They haven't yet, but they will because they're waiting for the Messiah and they don't know who that is. Well, we know who, who it is because only one person we know died on the cross and rose from the dead. And by his resurrection, he proved he is the son of God. Simple. You tell me who else died and rose. Do you, do you know anybody? Nobody. I don't know anybody. Do you? So Paul says that by the spirit of holiness, he was raised from the dead. That's in Romans. And by the resurrection, God proved to the world that Jesus is his son. And Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And Jesus is the true and only Messiah. Settle the case with the resurrection. Yes. Now, there are many precious, precious Palestinians coming to the Lord Jesus. Many Arabs are coming to the Lord Jesus. Many Jews are coming to the Lord Jesus. Not as many as we would like to see, but many are coming. Back in uh, 48, only 30, I think it was, 3-0, 30 people in Israel were born again. Today, there are thousands of them. And throughout the world, today, there's a lot of Jewish people who are Messianic Jews, meaning they believe Jesus is Messiah. The day will come when all Israel will recognize the Lord because it says in Zechariah that they will look at him and say, what are those wounds in your hands? See, So they will be restored to the Lord, but that's in the future, in the future. Right now, we're, we're looking at a lot of trouble in that part of the world, but it's been going on a long time. But let me just make something very clear before I even go on. The Palestinian people, <clears throat> are not the enemy. The Palestinian people are God's people like anyone else on earth. The Lord loves them because he died for them as he died for everyone else. The problem today are the radicals that want to see Israel destroyed. And I just read the word very clearly. God says, impossible. You cannot destroy the Jewish people. That's all there is to it. Many have tried. Hitler, uh, other tyrants before Hitler. The Jewish people are still here because God said that they would be. In fact, the Lord said in Jeremiah that, that when they would come back to their land, they would come back speaking Hebrew. 
Well, they're back and they are speaking Hebrew because it's in the Bible. So that's all there is to it. So today, and if, if you want to ask me a question or say something, I, I would like you to. Okay. Yes, but today we are we are seeing a war going on. It's been happening for a long time. Uh, a lot of innocent people have been killed, sadly, on both sides. It's a terrible thing to watch what happened October 7th to innocent people who just were enjoying their life. And uh, I grew up in that part of the world. I grew up in what, what is today Israel. I was born in Jaffa. And I remember to this day the 56th war. I was four years old and I remember it. Can you believe that? Imagine the trauma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But 67, I remember everything about it. Yeah. Called the Six Day War. And I will tell you, uh, it's very painful to even discuss this war. Oh my, there's no way to even describe what it's like to live in that kind of atmosphere. And the precious people of the Middle East have lived through war so long now. None of us know what the future holds, but I'll tell you this. What we're looking at now is the beginning, just the beginning of Ezekiel 38. Because when you look at the prophets, the Bible is clear on what's going to happen because the day will come when Russia, Gog and Magog, is what the Bible calls that part of the world, and Turkey or Togarma, mentioned in, in, in Jeremiah, and Iran will team up against Israel and invade the land of Israel. So that is coming. And what we're looking at now is just the beginning of that war. So that's first of all. And Iran is behind it. The present regime in Iran is behind what's going on. I think you know everyone really knows that. Because Hamas and Hezbollah represent Iran. They are the proxies of Iran. And uh, the Palestinian people are not Iran. The Palestinian people are not the the proxies of Iran either. And, they, and the, those proxies are not the true Palestinian people. That's correct. And they should not be viewed as the representation well, say it. of them. They, they, they need to hear you. Say it's it. so true. It's say it again. The, these proxies, friends, are not truly for Palestinians. They have their own ambition and greed. They have killed each other. It's so important, friends, that we must understand that these proxies of Iran do not truly represent Palestine or the Palestinian people. Um, in fact, I'm, it hits home for me because my family's from Bethlehem. And so uh, that is now part of the West Bank. And it, it hits home because I know that if I was a Palestinian living there in the region, I would not want these proxies representing me. Many of them, friends, just want to be educated and live their life at peace among Jew and Arab, among yeah, exactly. people from all cultures. And I believe it is a possibility and we're going to be praying for it. Look, you know, there's a lot of amazing Bible-believing Jews and Bible-believing Palestinians who are one in the Lord. One in the spirit. I've been with them. 
you see the unity, you see the oneness of the spirit. It's wonderful to watch. I never thought I'd see it in my, in my lifetime, but I have. I've ministered to both groups many times. So right now what we need to do is we need to pray that the Lord will intervene in bringing peace, just bringing peace and fulfilling his will because his will will be fulfilled. Now let's talk a little bit more about uh, something I said a few days ago. And people have kind of attacked me over it and said, well, Benihin said there'll be peace, but look what's going on. No, no, listen, let's just, let's stop here and let me clear it up. There will be peace because it says so in the prophets. In Ezekiel 38, it clearly names Didan. Well, now Didan is Saudi Arabia. And it says that Saudi Arabia will be on the side of the Jewish people when that war in Ezekiel, that's mentioned in Ezekiel, will take place. It's very clear in Scripture. And I'd love to read that for you one more time. Because I know some people have said, well, you know, Benihin said this and Benihin said that, but we're looking at all this problem right now. Okay, so let's go to Ezekiel 38, beginning at verse 5. It says that here's Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all his bands, that's Turkey, and the house of Togarma of the north quarters, and all his bands, and many people with thee. But then it says this. It says that they will ascend like a storm on the Holy Land. And then it says something else. Ezekiel 38 verse 13 says, Sheba and Didan and the merchants of Tarshish with all the young lions thereof shall say unto the Alva, come to take a spoil. So who is Sheba and Didan? The Arab world. Saudi Arabia is Didan. And Tarshish, by the way, is Europe. It says, with all the young lions. Who are the young lions? The English-speaking world will say, are you come to take a spoil? So peace is coming. There's no doubt. Because it says so in the word. And the conditions today in that part of the world are really, they're forcing those nations to make peace with Israel. Now, this problem took place, this war began because Iran did not want to see Saudi Arabia and Israel have normal relations. Wow. That's the whole reason for it. I think it triggered it. It triggered But more than that, prior to that, for months before that, Israel was divided. Oh, because the elections, right? No, over the reforms. Reforms. The judicial reforms. Mm. Uh, people were upset about it. Benjamin Netanyahu was behind it. He, he wanted to see those reforms and also uh, his own government. But the Jewish people in their thousands were protesting against it because they felt that uh, their democracy would basically uh, come to an end. Wow. And frankly, I agree with them. I, I agree with, uh, with the people of Israel against those reforms. I don't think those reforms uh, were, were good for the land at this time because it brought a lot of division. And when you see uh, protests on the streets and you see a house divided, <laughs> what, 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 what would that bring? Problems. Because yeah. a house divided shows weakness. And this was also another problem. 
that I think caused what's happening today. So nobody at this point is talking about why it happened, because uh, right now there's there's a war going on. They're focused on one thing right now. So we need to pray that God will intervene, and at the same time that there'll come peace to the people of that part of the world, the Palestinians, the Israelis, and the Arab world. Yes. Because everyone is, is afraid, what, what's going to happen? Where will this go? Well, frankly, I do not believe, I could be wrong, I do not believe it will lead to a regional war yet. Yet. I don't think the conditions are uh, right for that. So we'll leave that in the Lord's hands. All I can tell you is this is the beginning of the Ezekiel 38 war that uh, is mentioned in the Bible. Now, let's talk about one other thing. Uh, what do we do today as believers? Now, there's a lot of people today divided over the issue. And yes, it is a very emotional and troubling matter. But we have to stay with Scripture. I would advise everyone to look at what God says in the Bible. Now, maybe there's somebody uh, who is uh, listening to me who doesn't believe the Bible is God's word. Well, I have one question for you. There are 2,500 prophecies in the Bible. And 2,000 are fulfilled in detail. God has given the world and all of us such incredible proof that the Bible is his word by fulfilled prophecy. When you read the Old Testament and you see all the prophecies of the Old Testament and 2,000 of them are fulfilled, what are the chances that even three would be fulfilled? Just one, two, three. Humanly impossible. The Bible is the word of God because of the fact that God has given us such evidence, not only in the fact that prophecies have been fulfilled, there's 2,500 of them, 500 will be fulfilled at the coming of, of the Lord and the millennium reign of, of Jesus, but 2,000 have been fulfilled already. The Bible is the indestructible book. It's the only book we know that nations have tried to eliminate from the beginning. People were burnt at the stake for wanting to translate the Bible into English and other languages years ago. And the ones who came against the Bible many years ago were actually people who called themselves Christians and others. But the Bible is still here. Why? It's God's word. You cannot destroy the word of God. Quite simple. And when you look at the scriptures, they tell us what is about to happen on the earth. It's up to date. More accurate than any newspaper you'll read. That's the word of God. So we stay with the word. And the Bible is clear on loving not hating, loving those 
who need the love of God. We need to show them the love of God, don't we? Absolutely. The love of Jesus. That's how we win. Yes. We don't win when we when we show hate and anger. We don't win when we attack anyone. We don't win at all. But when we stay with Scripture, we say what God says, and that's all we are, we are doing today. I'm simply telling you what, what the Bible says. That's all I'm saying. God said very clearly, Israel are his people. You cannot destroy them because God says you can't. And number two, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God is not willing that any should perish. Because God loves his people. God loves people, period. That's why Jesus became a human being. He became a man. He who is God Almighty became flesh and dwelt among us. Died on a cross, took our sin, took our pain, took our darkness, took our death, and rose from the dead. Not only did he die on a cross and shed his blood for all of us, he rose from the dead to show us he is God Almighty. I know there is someone probably that's listening who says, well, I don't believe Jesus is God. Well, let me ask you a question. What proves God is God? What, 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 what are the things we look for that show God is God? Well, there are five things. They're called the attributes of God. Number one, omnipotence. Number two, omniscience. Number three, omnipresence. Number four, eternal. And number five, unchangeable. Jesus fits every one of them. He is almighty because it says in the book of Hebrews, he holds all things by the word of his power. He is all-knowing. It says in Colossians, in him are hid all the treasures of knowledge. He is omnipresent because he said, I'm with you always. He is eternal because he called himself the I am. Plus, the Bible says that the earth will vanish, but thou remainest. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It means he's unchangeable. He fits every one of them. And I can give you more that the Bible says that God is proven by these things like creation. He has to be creator. He has to be preserver. He has to raise the dead. And Jesus did all that and more. He has to impart life eternal. Who else do you know? Who else do you know who's all powerful? The devil isn't. Angels are not. Men are not. Jesus is. Because it says, listen, he holds all things by the word of his power. In him we live and move and have our being. That's all in the Bible. So, you know, when, when you look at the word of God, God has given us such incredible proof. Not only that the Bible is his word, but that Jesus is his son. Just think about it. Just, just think. Who else do you know who rose from the dead? By his own power. 
You tell me. Nobody in all history, no one rose from the dead except Jesus. Jesus. The tomb is empty. He is alive. So, okay, back to this uh, situation. All is under control. God will bring peace to those who call on him. And right now it's time to just pray for the Jewish people, for the Arabic people, for the Palestinians especially that need right now the Lord and they need the gospel, and for the Israelis who are suffering and struggling right now with what is going on. That peace will come to their hearts. So blessed are the peacemakers, right? That's what the Bible says. You want to say anything? It's just powerful, Pastor. I, I, friends, I think what Pastor Benny is trying to say here, he's trying to help us not just see the current circumstance, but see what God is saying, who surpasses every present Absolutely circumstance. Absolutely right. It's when Moses uh, sends the, the spies, Caleb and Joshua, come back with a better report. It's not about the current circumstance. It's what God's will is, friends. Give me five. So I, I appreciate what you're doing, Pastor. And I'm reminded, I'm just, it's, it's emotional. It's an emotional thing. Yeah. Um, and it is emotional for a lot of people and for us too. Yeah. Because um, we come from there. Yeah, we do. We've seen the pain. Yeah. I've seen it when I lived there. I was 14 years old when we left. And I remember the pain yeah. that I saw people and we lived in and we lived with because of war. Yeah. And it's still going on. It's time for peace. It come is. on. It it's time for people to find why am I here? Right. Right. Yeah. Why am I in this world to suffer and struggle? Never to live with hate and anger and destruction. No, that's not life. Jesus has come to give life and that more abundantly. He didn't come to bring death and destruction. He came to bring life. So we got to pray. That's all. Yes. Jesus is the only He's answer. the only answer, people. He's the, He's the only, only answer. answer. So you know where I stand. You know where... Church stands. That's why he's going and, and has gone already to the Arab world to talk about the love of Jesus. But uh, how we all need it. How we all need it. How we all need it. The love of God is what we need today. I truly so, believe. I'm so sorry, sir. No, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I truly believe this this the world is lacking a revelation of the love of Jesus. If we love because he first loved us, friends. That's it. So we have a holy invitation now in the midst of such chaos and war. It's when Joshua met the Lord. He didn't reckon no, it was the Lord. He said, whose side are you on? He said, I'm from the well, I'm, I'm with the Lord. Uh -huh. I'm on the Lord's side. So friends, That's it. let's partner with Jesus in this hour more than ever and surrender to him and let him love everyone through and us. And that is a great statement. Whose side are you on? We're on the Lord's side. Amen. We're on the Lord's side. Quite simple. Yeah. Let it settle. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of you sweet sweet people have have sent uh, messages to our ministry. What does Benny, what does Pastor Benny think about this? You know, I've told you already many times where I, where I stand. And I've stood and I won't change. I'm a Jesus man. That's it. I've been a Jesus man all my life. I'll be a Jesus man till God takes me home. Yes. I'm all about Jesus. Nothing more, nothing else. Yeah. So... You know what you know what I stand, and uh, so let's just let's go back to the Bible. Let's see what the Bible has to say about these days, and let's just pray and call on the Lord. 
And if you live in that part of the world, probably many of you are there right now watching this. I just gave you the answer. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Only Jesus gives us rest. We don't get rest by being uh, entangled in things that uh, God does not want us to be entangled with. Yes, we pray. Yes, we let our light shine in those dark places where it needs to, to be seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but it's time for peace in the hearts of men and women. So all is well. And yes, all is well. Because God is on the throne. All is well because he hears and answers prayer. All is well because Jesus is Lord. Amen. Seated at God's right hand. All is well. Now, let me pray with you. Lord, I thank you. Whatever trials or problems that one listening is going through, let your peace reign right now in their hearts. Let that need and their life be met. In Jesus' wonderful name. Yes, Lord, give them that joy. Give them that peace. Give them that tranquility that they need right now. And Lord, we pray, intervene with Israel and the Palestinians. Intervene with the situation is in Gaza. Intervene, Lord, in the present conditions. In Jesus' name, bring in peace to the hearts of your people throughout the Middle East and the world in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. And I think I uh, answered the questions. All right. It's time to give to the Lord's work because without your help, we cannot tell the world about Jesus. I've just come back, as you know, from uh, Portugal powerful meetings I, I i'm getting more invitations than i have ever and i mean ever even when i was young at this point in my life and i'm saying you know here i'm 71 and i'm getting invitations so many of them i don't know how physically i don't think i can i can accept all of them there's just no way but i'm i'm loving what i'm doing for the lord right now i'm this is a a blessed time in my life, and I'm loving to uh, seeing what God is doing with my children, Michael and Jessica and Jesus' image. The growth I see with them is amazing, and also what's 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 happening uh, in in our own ministry. It's precious. The glory of God that came into that service in Portugal. I don't think I'm gonna ever forget it. Wow! Like instant. Wow. And also the night before when I ministered to. Pastors, hundreds and hundreds, was packed with just pastors only came. Wow. The hunger. Oh, and the young preachers. That was wonderful to see so many of them young, ex excited about what God is doing in their country. And so, anyways, it's time to give. It's time to sow. I'm going to ask you to give with hearts full of joy and hearts full of of. of gratefulness to the Lord for who he is in, in our life. Yes. So you can sow your seed right now. 
the information is on the screen for you. You can go to our website, benhin.org, which, by, by the way, we've upgraded in a beautiful way. Or you can text BHM 45777. So, much love to all of you. You want to say anything? May, I, may I? Yes. Yeah, I, I, just, I just want to encourage all of you watching, friends, this is such a precious hour to sow in and to give to the Lord through Benny Hinn Ministries because what's happening now, I'm sure many of us have amazing stories of the way our families were impacted, we were impacted personally, but I know for me personally, I would not even be traveling or be, be seeing wonderful things on, on the road now. And he and is. He's, he's seeing a lot of miracles take place with his ministry. Yeah, and, and, and but it, the reason I bring it up is because it, it Pastor Benny's life and ministry is a deep part of this uh, of the calling it's a deep part of why i'm able to go out and, and pray and pray for chad by you. the way as he goes to the Arabic and i believe and i've said this to pastor Benny before i'll say it publicly god is surrounding him with disciples and it's really precious Thank to watch and this is a really amazing hour to join to partner with him Thank and get you. behind what God is doing in his life. It's really precious. And it's it's generational, friends. It's generational. It's it's making waves and impacts. And you know, through your amazing generosity, thank you for yes. partnering with this amazing man of God. You know, people so people ask me, what what are your, your assignments right now? I said two of them. To strengthen the church and to prepare the next generation for the coming powerful glory of God Amen. that's coming to the earth. All right. Much love. Bye-bye.